is better than a beach vacay? An all-inclusive beach vacay with Cheap Caribbean Vacations, of course. Cheap Caribbean gets you more food, more drinks, and more fun for less. Plus, you can score $175 instant savings on beach favorites in Mexico, the Dominican Republic, Jamaica, Aruba, and the Bahamas for even more awesome savings. Book by April 1st, 2024, and learn more about doing your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, it is the kids' favorite time of year after the long winter. It is finally spring break. So if you're hitting the beach, retreating lakeside, or lounging at the pool, then get everything you need for your vacation at Macy's. Macy's has the cutest bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and don't forget sunscreen. You can find everything you're throwing into your bag at Macy's. Plus, you can order online and pick up in-store or curbside or get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. Have you all heard about Squarespace? Their website helps you grow your business and takes the guesswork out of building a website. It's great. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. One of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it has never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagine, drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Friends, it is the season of cheers. Shop the largest selection of wine, liquor, beer, mixers, and more delivered in as little as one Hour. Oh, that's so easy. Mini Bar Delivery brings the wine and liquor store to the palm of your hand. As featured in Rolling Stone, People, the New York Times Magazine, their app is loaded with party essentials, gifts, cocktails, entertaining tips, and the perfect finishing touch to any life moment. And you'll get $10 off your first Mini Bar Delivery order with code IHEART. Get Mini Bar Delivery on the go, available on iOS or Android. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion with your tough girl, you could sit with us, girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Oh, you guys. Okay, how many of us are feeling Ooh. big feelings right now? So many big feelings. This one was a a sneak attack, it felt like. Mm -hmm. It made me weepy at multiple points. But God, at the end there, I just started to sob. I was like, oh no, it's all coming out. Yeah, when Whit Berry was talking to Nathan at the cemetery, is that what got you? Oh my God, we'll get there. Yeah. Just thinking about it. Killer, what a killer. Oh, so beautiful. All right, kids, we're back with episode four. 20 season four episode 20 the birth and death of day it originally aired june 6th 2007 as graduation day dawns in tree hill some dreams begin as others end Haley prepares for her graduation speech and her role as a young mother while nathan prepares for life without basketball brooke makes a heartfelt confession that puts her future in jeopardy lucas confronts dan as karen's life is threatened Peyton is awesome. Deb is awesome. None of this is in the synopsis, but it feels important. (laughs) Mouth is awesome. Antoine is awesome. And so is Bevan. 
And let's go. Everyone is awesome. The Wall of Honor. <laughs> Do you guys like that the only people on the Wall of Honor were our friends? Like no other kid accomplished anything <laughs> in Tree Hill High School. I love that yeah. you noticed that. I love that it was a purple again always purple yes. and it was made out of those little cardboard um, letters that preschool teachers use yeah. on their walls yeah it's <laughs> cute arts and crafts it is so weird though you're right that there wasn't like somebody who excelled at spanish who we didn't know but just another member of the senior class yeah where are the science fair kids man exactly someone did some incredible engineering project nah just just the just the main characters of the TV show. Uh, they were so rushed. It's the end of the season. The art department's like, I am not going to come up with six extra personalities to honor on this wall. <laughs> not happening. Um, did, did you guys have like walls of honor in your high school? Sidebar, but remember we used to shoot at Laney all the time and they had that whole case that was all Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. Everything. Yeah. Here's what pissed me off. We had the, like the trophy case in the Wall of Honor at my high school, and it was only sports. And then I would go yeah, over to our totally. rival high school where Patton Oswalt went, and he had a whole like fucking shrine for theater. And I was like, why don't we have a theater <laughs> shrine at our school? And so he and I are rivals, and I just feel like I feel like he got a little bit more respect at Broad Run yeah. than I got at Parkview. Yeah, I mean, going to an all girls school, we had everything. Like people's art projects would get featured. On certain ends of the hallway, they'd do exhibitions of like the photography class and there'd be photos from theater stuff and and sure cool. things from like, I don't know, girls volleyball and whatever. But we had we had boards all down the hallways. So there wasn't just like one zone. <laughs> there wasn't one construction paper board. There wasn't one sad little wall <laughs> with four little photos. I can't remember. That makes me want to go back to my high school and walk around and I know the art room had a big we we had art in the basement. And mm. that there was always cool stuff on display there because there was just so much space. But uh, I don't know. There definitely was a sports, a, a heavy sports bent at my school too. So mm. I don't really remember anything else. Graduation ceremony is a big deal. I mean, that the lead up yeah. to that is, there's a lot going on in this episode. It's like you have all this trauma yeah. happening, but then this very normal American rite of passage also mm. happening. And so the yeah. extreme versus the mundane is definitely on display here. I really liked actually, to your point, how they highlighted that in that montage series they did of everybody getting ready. And you see Brooke and Chase just playing, trying on their graduation gowns and caps. And it's so sweet and childish. And it's juxtaposed with Peyton and Lucas in the hospital and Nathan's at the factory. And, and, and you mm. realize that there's just all this sort of disparate experience happening. I thought that was really uh, a good choice. I think that's kind of what high school feels like. You know, everybody at school is its own little community and that when we're all experiencing the drama between each other, but then everybody goes home and they have their whole home life and all this stuff that so mm -hmm. many people in class don't know about. Um, so it felt very still very connected to real life high school in that way too. that experience yeah. of all the drama that is behind the scenes that nobody knows about. Yeah. Well, it starts off with the batch stuff. I mean, we, we had <laughs> forgotten Lucas shot at Dan. Yeah. How do we miss that? Also when I just love when a high school kid is like a sharpshooter, he's like a shot <laughs> right next to your face. Next time I won't miss. I was just like, this is so funny. It was a warning shot. Yeah, it was it was kind of hilarious. That was really intense. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't expect Karen to be in a coma the whole episode. That surprised me. Me neither. 
Um, but I did really like seeing Lucas and Deb together because I don't yeah. actually know if they've ever had a scene together. Have they? Remember he caught her with the pills in the kitchen and she was really oh, yeah. threatening with him back then? So I love the arc of their relationship. I love that she's mothering him in place of his mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. And I like that she's ferocious about it. The The way that Barbara can infuse something serious with really great comedy and ride the line of both things, I think is so cool. And when she walks into the room and is super sweet with the two of you, Hillary, and mm-hmm. sends you away, and then she just slaps the shit out of him. She hit him, man. <laughs> wow. That was brutal. But it was so, it felt so real. And and like she couldn't contain the emotion and she was so upset. And it it shocked me and it made me laugh. And it was it was just like a perfectly played moment of intensity. And I really liked that dynamic between them. I like that he, that she calls him out and that he admits it to her and then confides in her. And she's the first person to believe him. That was special. I like that she cops to her crazy, you know? And Principal Turner mm-hmm. also hits this point when he and Brooke are together. And he says, I know I must seem ancient to you. I loved that. It was so true. I'm sure Deb is feeling the same thing. Like, you must think I'm an idiot. You must think I'm so old. That I don't know what you're thinking. And, you know, Mm -hmm. when we were the kids on the show, I say that in quotes, we did look at the people who are older than us as kind of separate in a way. Yeah. And now Mm -hmm. that we're their age, it's like, no, I'm hip to what all you little dum-dums are doing. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, is when you're young, you look at the generation above you and you think, man, they're old and they're probably missing it. And then you get into the generation above the young people and you're like, I know everything you're doing. Mm-hmm. And everything you're going to do for the next 20 years, you ding dong. <laughs> I'm so much smarter than you. I'm so much Come smart. on. Like, let me mentor you. Let me help you. And I like that in her way, Deb goes from being a parent who's afraid and angry to being a mentor, to being the person he can confide in and the person who gives him advice and the person who offers to protect him in that moment. Mm-hmm. It was a really cool arc for her in this episode alone. It's so true. It wasn't until my late 30s that I really started realizing exactly what you were just saying, Sophia, that the older generation isn't out of it. They they just are so far advanced (laughs) beyond. (laughs) And that you still feel like you're young. No matter how old you get, you still, there are still days when you feel like, I I still feel like I'm 18, like I'm 20. And I remember my parents used to say that when they were in their 30s and 40s. And I was like, oh, whatever. I I don't get it. But in high school, I definitely it definitely felt like us against them. Mm-hmm. I loved that he said that, and mm-hmm. it really resonated. It just reminded me how I'm looking at my daughter now, and Hill. I'm sure you look at your kids and remember the way that you looked at people your age oh when you were God. young, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't we, I thought thirty was so old, but it's so not. My best friend Nick came to visit, and he was just hanging out with Gus and like being around some of Gus's friends. And just hearing some stories about school. And we were talking about how some of the other kids at school treat the teachers. And this sense of like kids being or adults being bullied by children or adults being put in their place by children. He was like, God, I just never even thought about it because I always thought teachers were so secure and solid or, or just adults in general were so secure and solid. But we really are on the same emotional wavelength as like a teenager. We're, yeah. there's, a, 
there's an equality there that's so depressing once you realize yeah. that secret. You're like, oh, no, I'm never going to advance. I'm mm-hmm. always going to feel this way. <laughs> well, it's like when you realize that being bullied always stings. What do you want? Sorry, guys. The pu- oh, it's because I took his toy The away. puppy. I took the puppy's toy away. Okay, you can have it back. So pay attention uh, like, to Why me. is he pawing at my feet? It, it is really weird. You know, I, <laughs> I can't believe he just said that because it reminds me. I was talking to a friend of mine about this on Sunday night, and we were talking about how weird the internet is because you think everyone's having the same conversation and then you realize people really aren't. And I remember years ago, um, there was like a group of kids that were clearly fans of our show who like my Twitter just kept blowing up. They were doing what looked like a, it was like they were having a whole conversation with each other, but it was all in dialogue from our show. Oh, stressful. And I just thought it was so funny. And it just so happened that I was like, that's cool. Sitting in the makeup chair at work. And my Twitter just kept, like, every 10 seconds, I had, like, 56 notifications. And so I started to read it, and I was laughing. And I was like, they keep tagging me in all these things. Like, they're tagging a bunch of us. They want us to participate. I just happen to have my phone in my hand. So I responded with something, and everybody laughed, and it was funny. And then somebody said, I was like, what are your lines, Hillary, from, like, when we were fighting on the show? Something (laughs) mean. It was just something, like, sassy, you know? And so I hit back with the... The like season seven, Brooke, Julie, and Alex of it all. And I was like, oh, does Brooke Davis have to slap a bitch? Like <gasps> thinking this is so funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, you know, something about hitting. And these kids went ballistic and were like, oh my God, I can't believe you would say that to me. You're an adult. How fucking embarrassing. And then Stop. it turned into like, you <laughs> evil hag. And, and I was like, oh, I guess you guys haven't actually seen the whole show. I thought we were playing a game. I thought this was charades. <laughs> I was like, I'm so... And I literally was like, so you're not on season seven yet? And then it turned into this like whole... It was so weird. And I was like, I think I need to leave the internet. Like, how do I get out of this? Nothing is what you think it is no. anywhere. And I'm a grown-up and I'm very uncomfortable. And I think these <laughs> kids are 15. Yeah. And I'm just going to exit stage left. You wanted all the attention. <laughs> this has gotten weird. We can't tangle with teenagers, man. You can't do it. I was like, I'm twice your age and I'm uncomfortable. I don't know what's going on here, but I'm going. Have a good time. Here's some money for snacks, kids. Yeah. I was like, enjoy. Let me know when you get let me know when you get a couple seasons advanced. No, I mean, look, there's an um, there's a generational divide in this episode for sure. And it's weird for us to watch it at this phase in our life because now we're on the other side of it. Um, I, I, oh man, I feel like Whitey's the only true adult. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And, but maybe he's also not. I thought Karen was too, but then we saw this side of her that was um, of the vulnerability of needing like the way she was getting sucked back into things with Dan, it's like the, that part of her that hadn't still healed from high school was like she was, yeah. it was an open wound. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Whitey seems to be the one who's always got everything under control. I wonder if Whitey's just so far past so much of his life experience, so far past his trauma, his wounds, yeah. that they don't affect him in the same way. Because it is wild, right, at our age, which Karen is in the show. When something hits you and you go, oh, that happened to me 20 years ago. And it still hurts when somebody puts, pushes a finger in that bruise. Yeah. Wow. Like, it, it can be shocking as an adult to realize you carry trauma around with you from the past. And I just, like, do you think 
when you get to be our parents' age? You know, like my parents are in their 70s. Do you think when you get to be that old, you're just like, ah, f*** it, I did it all, I'm good, I'm done. No. It's healed, give me a cocktail. No? No? Maybe it's just Whitey then. You get worse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because it's harder to change. The older you get, the harder it is to change. You got no time. Well, old people who don't deal with their trauma, like old people who don't go to therapy are mean. (laughs) Yeah. Get off my lawn. They're mean. (laughs) It's true. Cue our BetterHelp uh, ad. Go. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, whether you like fresh-faced, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I use it every day. So does my daughter. It's the one in the turquoise tube all over your socials. Yes. Obsessed with this, you guys. Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademark formulas, and uncompromising standards. It's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I'm wearing it right now. I, I really do put it on every morning because it's so easy. It just comes right off with water. So I don't have to worry about like getting those raccoon lines under my eyes. No, I have a little bag. And after I take my kids to school, I just sit in my car. And what I love about their kits is that it's so easy. It's like four products and you look like a brand new awake woman. <laughs> awake. What a novel awake. idea. <laughs> I love it. The liquid lash mascara lasts all day without clumping, smudging or flaking. And the flake free tubing formula dramatically lengthens and defines your lashes from root to tip. It really does look like lash extensions, you guys, without the damaging glue or the salon prices. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E. See what they did there? M-E-T-I-C-S, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 20% off your first order. Oh, you'll know real when you get it because it'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you will feel it. Ooh, maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. And when it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Yeah, because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. So the very first thing we did when we took over Samuel Sweet Shop here in Rhinebeck, New York, um, was we needed to update how we paid for things. It was just like, a, <laughs> it was an old time cash register full of nickels and stuff. And so 
Squarespace saved my life. I love Squarespace so much. I was able to get a full catalog of inventory. I was able to really streamline how my customers could pay. And it also allowed us to take our payment system out on the road. We can do fairs now. We can do farmer's markets. Mm. We can do stuff at the school. It has just solved all my problems. Yeah. Squarespace made it so easy for me when I launched Work in Progress to have a, a home for that podcast too. It It really is such an amazing service because they make it easy for you to start your business website, no matter what kind of business you run. With Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system from Squarespace, it has never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best in class website template, customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile, and stretch your imagination online. With Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course as well. So you can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload your video lessons, and teach techniques and skills. Tailor your course with the powerful Fluid Engine editor. You can create engaging content that your audience will love and then simply add a paywall and set the price. So you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions Like I do, I love Squarespace with my newspaper, Modern Vintage News, and you can turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Plus, you can use insights to grow your business. So learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. So go to squarespace.com slash drama for your free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What is the first thing that you do if you had an extra hour in your day? An hour? Just, just an extra hour. What would you do? My brain literally went, go for a walk, take a nap. Also read that book. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Call your friends, like the six people that you've been meaning to text back. Yeah. (laughs) All of it. There's so many things I want to do. I mean, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time, but time for what? Yeah. I mean, if time was unlimited, how would you use it? I think the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you. And I know from experience that therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. Yep. I know that from experience too. There's something about being able to have somebody to talk to that's just an unbiased source that not only is helpful to just get words out of your body and have a sounding board, but getting advice back on how to help structure your day and Mm. organize your life and your thought life. It's really helpful. So friends, if you're thinking of starting therapy Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama. You know who else is an adult, though, in this episode is uh, Skills' dad. Yay! Yes! Love him. I loved him. I don't know who this actor is, but he was so great. Why wasn't he on the show more? He was so natural. I wish we'd gotten more of him. I know. And he was just so in, in control and sensible and like the kind of guy you... He was another whitey type where you would yeah. just want to go sit down and have a chat with him and yeah. feel like he would be embracing and give you wisdom 
Oh, I needed more of Skills' dad. But I loved seeing Skills and Bevan in this episode because we needed the levity. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that was really fun. We needed the levity. And what was nice, because our show was so often so milk toast and was really afraid to talk about actual, you know, dynamics in a place like North Carolina. I appreciated yeah. that even though we gave it a very leave it to beaver ending, we acknowledged the fact that Antoine that skills had a different experience. We acknowledge the fact yeah. that it can be volatile, you know, in a in a small town in the South when like a white cheerleader starts dating a black athlete. Like it was important to to not keep ignoring it. Yeah. It would have been nice if they had if they had gone into it a little bit more though. Yeah. That would have been cool. That would have been a cool yeah. like season arc, actually. It would have been a cool arc rather than a we know we haven't done this and it's pretty weird that we haven't, so we're gonna bop it in this episode and wrap it up by the end. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that's so typical and unfortunate about I think big network shows is they they try to like slide things in in small doses. But I was glad to see it. And to your point, it was really fun knowing Antoine and Bevan as well as we do to watch them play a dynamic together and figure out how to put both heart and humor into it. it like I liked watching them play those scenes because they did things with them that you know weren't on the page. Uh, even the fact that when Bevan even brought it up or the skills bring it up on the basketball court, the very first time it was introduced mm-hmm. in the episode and Bevan, the way it was written, I was just listening to the words going, this could have been really milked. It could have been like a meaningful, deep conversation that was like kind of scary. And blah, blah, blah. and I love that Bevan just, she just buzzed right through it. It was like all up here on this high level of like, yeah, well, all right, it's going to be fine. And uh, if not, then they're not the parents I raised them to be. That was my favorite line. It was great. Me too. That if not, then they're not the parents I raised them to be. I yeah. was like, that is <laughs> golden, golden. Yeah. And by the way, from this vantage point, doesn't that hit differently? Because you go, yeah, yeah. When you go through life with your parents, you kind of have to be their parents too. Yep. Yeah. I mean, even their just textbooks were so different when they were in high yeah. school than they were when we were in high school and even more so now. You know, like there is a re-education process. And so as a as a parent, I always want to know more from my kid, you know? Like yeah. what are you hearing yeah. that I heard differently in the 90s, 8 billion years ago, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite things about being a parent. Yeah, it's just learning, learning things through their eyes and through as we discover new information and as everything changes, just being able to watch the world through her eyes. And not be threatened by it. Right. It's so educational. I love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do love that Skills family made an appearance. I wish they would have made an appearance sooner. And yeah. I wish that they had been friends with Karen. Like yes. if these little boys grew up together, I'm friends with all of Gus's friends' parents, you know? Yeah, that's a no-brainer. That That's like she should have been sitting in Karen's living room from episode two and yes. like a regular face that we saw all the time. Yes. Can you imagine what Antoine's mom's commentary on like the Deb and Dan of it all would have been? <sighs> Magic. Ah! Magic. Yeah. Where was she when Karen started dating Dan? Like we needed Skills' mom's voice. Especially because Skills' mom could have been like, you're going to go on a date with that man who and fill in the blank of some high school experience, some terrible thing Dan did. Like she could have given us all the backstory of them. And then we would have, to your point, had these experiences. I would have loved to have seen family dinners at Karen's with Lucas and and Skills and Skills' parents. 
and like some of the other boys from the team. That would have been so special. Having like just sat through rec league basketball, which I don't want to brag, but Gus Morgan's team totally won the championship last week, you guys. And just so you know, it felt just like a Ravens basketball game. I was so back in it, just like, oh, where's the confetti? Um, But you sit there with the other parents and whether that's the only time you see them or you talk to each other all the time, like there's a bond there unless you're mm-hmm. the most antisocial, awful person on the planet. And Karen's not that person. So no, she would have definitely been friends with all these other sports parents. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a shame. I will. It's, I'm just going to rewrite it in my mind. Mm-hmm. So that's how I watch the show from now on when I think back. Yeah, I like on it. That. Um, well, okay, let's talk about Nathan because what's interesting oh. is mm. this role reversal mm-hmm. of Nathan now working in a factory. I mean, I don't know mm-hmm. that Lucas ever worked in a factory, but a blue collar job. And um, I-, I loved seeing a young man who has is dealing with difficult circumstances make tough choices for his family and from a hopeful place. He wasn't being a victim. He wasn't like suffering through it it was Mm -hmm. i'm just i'm gonna do the right thing and things are gonna work out and i'll figure it out and he had such a good attitude about it and it really went along with Haley's speech about the world doesn't owe you anything Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i loved that because it's i think i personally think that's so true and i i think we really got to see the mirror of that with what how nathan was approaching walking into this new job Mm-hmm. Well, for Nathan, I wonder how much of it is he grew up with the money. He grew up mm-hmm, with yeah. the big house. He grew up with the camps and the privilege and all of that. And so mm-hmm. the loss of that doesn't mean anything because it didn't it didn't solve the problems, you know? Mm-hmm. And so being with Haley and having a strong family unit solves the problems. That's mm-hmm. the that's the thing to guard. That's good. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting, too, what what's sort of arresting about it when you when you watch that scene between Nathan and Skills on the river court Mm -hmm. and Skills, of course, assumes Nathan's talking about, did you get me a spot on your team? And then Nathan reveals, no, I'm asking if I can take the job and the shock because Skills is as the story goes, you work hard, you move forward, maybe you get a scholarship, you know. You succeed mm. upward. And and the the question being asked is, is Nathan now beginning to fall? This boy has fallen off his pedestal. He's not going to the best basketball school in the world on a free ride scholarship anymore. And it's it's something I found really refreshing about seeing these kids talk about how hard it is to afford college, mm. how hard it is to figure out your finances. You know, Nathan saying to Haley, we can't afford to both go to college, so I'll get a job. That's yeah. most people's reality. You know, they say that the average person in America is a $400 emergency away from bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you figure out those student loans? How do you figure out that that future for yourself? And I thought it was really refreshing for the first time that I can remember anyway on TV, seeing a kid who, to your point, had it all, all the money, all the camps, all the, everything was always covered for him. Every opportunity. Yeah, and now he doesn't have anything, and he's got to figure it out. And the thing he prioritizes is his family. It, it really begs the question, which ties back to what you just said, Hillary, 
what is success? What does mm-hmm. success really mean? Mm-hmm. Because everybody has this idea in high school of what they're supposed to become yeah. and how it's supposed to all. And we saw that when Haley was practicing her speech and turned around and saw Nathan covered in grease and sweat. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it's not, maybe it's not all about like my dreams and being everything I want to be. Like, what does success actually yeah. look like? I love trade school, man. I have so yeah. many kids that come and ask me about like college and what do I do if I want to do this? And if I want to be in film, what's the trajectory? I love trade school. We need mm. electricians in film. Yep. We need plumbers. Yeah. We need carpenters. We need yep. all of these specialized skills. To me, they're every bit as important as surgeons, you know? Mm-hmm. And our country doesn't necessarily treat four-year or six-year graduates the same way they treat tradespeople. But I I have pushed back against this any opportunity I mm-hmm. get because I love a trade school. We have a program. Yeah. I mean, we had a program in high school when I was growing up that was called Votech, Vocational Technology. And yep. here we've got BOCES in New York. Yeah. Man, get out there and learn a skill and like yes. work a job that facilitates a life that you love. Yes. Well, that's it. There's a big Votech near where my husband grew up in Oklahoma, and it's an incredible school. Yeah. And like now even the the sort of electrical trajectory, like the track, if you want to go become le- an electrician, at that school is running all the way up to being able to build wind turbines for clean energy. Wow. That's awesome. Like, it's incredible. And let me tell you something. When I'm at home trying not to electrocute myself, <laughs> watching YouTube videos to learn how to install a dimmer, uh-huh. because like I just want exactly. the lights to not be so bright at night. I'm thinking, I really <laughs> wish I'd taken some more practical shit in college because I don't know how to do anything. And I'm learning it all from the Internet. Yes, because if you think about how much money now as as oh. grownups and homeowners we spend oh. on having people come over... You probably save your weight and tuition if you just went to school after, you know, once you get out and you go have a life, you save all that money because you know how to do it yourself. It's incredible. And by the way, you you know, to your point, Joy, you've ever done any work on your home or you've lived in your home when your parents have done work on your home. I'm like, man, it would be so cool to make a great salary as like a contractor or a builder. And, you know. You get to kind of set your own projects and yeah. choose your own stuff. I'm like, what's that kind of empowerment look like? <laughs> We've got to sit around and, you know, make tapes and wait for people to give us jobs. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I just want to learn how to tile my own bathroom. That is all I yeah. want to do. And it's it's awesome that there are careers where you're not just sitting in an office. Yeah. yeah. I, frankly, I'm just going to say it. I'm pissed that Nathan doesn't stay in the factory because when he came home all covered in grease and sinewy and muscly and dirty. Damn, wasn't that sexy? Y'all, I wouldn't have minded a couple seasons of Nathan (laughs) just being muscly and lifting up heavy shit. By the way, I love that the writers were like, isn't this sad? And the three of us were like, no, No. that's hot. (laughs) So hot. It was adult, too. You know, there's... um. Like, I like that Nathan has this dream of playing basketball, but it does have a Peter Pan quality to it of not quite mm-hmm. wanting to grow up. And, yeah. um, you know, that is part of graduation. There are kids that go right into grown-up stuff if they're not yeah. already doing it. And then there are the kids who have the privilege of continuing to be teenagers for another mm. two, four, six years. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a dropout. 
I got what I needed out of my first two years of school. I had a good paying job. I was producing TV. Cool. And so when my kid, I mean, my son is already stressing out about college. And I'm just like, I think I'm doing the reverse psychology thing where I'm like, are you sure you want to go that route? Are you sure you don't want to just start PAing when you're 18? <laughs> Work your way up that way. Because um, I think so much pressure is put on these kids. Like, you have to. Yeah. You have to go. Yeah. Well, and so much pressure is put on kids now to be good at everything. Mm-mm. They're supposed to have like a sport, a, a musician, something, a, mm-hmm. you know, like a musical instrument and an extracurricular and a debate team. And a, and a charity thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like one thing. You're supposed to try out all the things and figure out what you like and then go do that thing. You know, I, I thought I was going to be a heart surgeon. I had an arts requirement. I did a play. But you sort of were. <laughs> I sort of was. Eventually, I played one on TV. But like. Event, you know, I had I had an arts requirement for a semester. I thought I'll go do this one play and it'll be fun. And it changed the course of my life. I figured out what I liked better. I love to tell stories. I love to to be in community. And it shifted for me. You're a different kind of heart doctor That's now. That's okay. Aww. Aww. We're empathy surgeons. <laughs> Aww. Aww. All right. Hey, you you said it. All right, Dr. Dr. Davis, uh, you Oi. said it in the episode. You were like, why is every pregnancy on this show like so threatening? Why is every woman almost dying when she has a baby on our show? It's really weird. It's like an easy target for vulnerability, maybe. Yes, it is a really delicate time. And it is. Yeah. Um, it, it can be very scary. You know, anything can go wrong, but I don't know. It feels like every chick who gets pregnant has to be in peril so that a boy can come in and save her. And How many pregnancies have we had on the show, though? Well, Karen? we know that we've got we've got Karen. Haley. We know we have Peyton is going to almost die. Yeah. Brooke, do you almost die? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so every time. Yeah. So in the trajectory of the future. Mm-hmm. This is what happens. And you got hit by a car while you were pregnant. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, we forgot <laughs> about that one. It's really weird. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I feel like we can do better. Oh, you'll know real when you get it. Because it'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you will feel it. Ooh, maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. And when it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, Shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Yeah, because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Okay, friends, I don't know about you, but uh, in the new year, I'm just trying to straighten out the pantry, making sure all my household dry goods and canned goods and fresh goods and all of the... uh, 
cleaning supplies and everything's just in order because I like to start fresh. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I've been thinking about really is what does being healthy mean to me? And sometimes that includes what I allow in my home in terms of cleaning supplies. Mm. And sometimes it's, you know, what my daughter's reaching into the snack cabinet for mm-hmm. to pull out and throw in her lunchbox. I want to be smarter about what I'm buying, um, eating out less. And so one of the things I really love is Thrive Market. It's become a go-to for all of my grocery and household essentials. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash drama for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive Market. T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash drama. Thrivemarket.com slash drama. I have a great pair of white Tacovas that I love. They go with everything. And I never thought I would be a girl to buy white cowboy boots because it seemed a little extra. But let me tell you, they're little ankle boots. And once I put them on, they're actually kind of great just kicking around in the mud and easy to clean if you treat them. It's just they're such great quality boots. I love mine. Girl, I got the tall whites and they are extra, extra, extra. I think we're in our extra era. And so if you guys have ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, then you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. They will become your new favorite footwear. The cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. Tacovas believes in Western for all, and you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family, offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. <laughs> and you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. You can even get custom leather stamping or branding that will make your boots truly one of a kind. Look up your closest store on Tacovas.com. Now, if you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovas.com. Just use code DRAMA at checkout. That's D-R-A-M-A. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast. So there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code DRAMA at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas only at Tacovas.com. Friends, it is the season of cheers. Shop the largest selection of wine, liquor, beer, mixers, and more delivered in as little as one Hour. Oh, that's so easy. Mini Bar Delivery brings the wine and liquor store to the palm of your hand. As featured in Rolling Stone, People, the New York Times Magazine, their app is loaded with party essentials, gifts, cocktails, entertaining tips, and the perfect finishing touch to any life moment. And you'll get $10 off your first Mini Bar Delivery order with code IHEART. Get Mini Bar Delivery on the go, available on iOS or Android. I wish we'd known ahead of watching the episode today that Moira was going to be in a coma as Karen the whole time because I would have loved to just grab her for five minutes and be like, is that fun for you or boring? Did you get to actually nap? Or was it annoying to have to come in and get into makeup to just get into bed with your eyes closed? I have questions. It's it's fun. It's fun to come in and get I had to be in a coma. You just could get your makeup on and lay down. Mm. It seems like Karen's in a coma for like a while, right? Oh, is she? Is she? I mean, he brings her in. Oh, in the episode, yeah. Oh, days, yes, yes, Yeah, yes. yeah, because of graduation. And there was a track. We we even tracked something, all of us, at the beginning of the episode. 
Lucas, Peyton, and um, Deb are all in their clothes from the day that Karen was brought in. Well, no, I changed my shirt. Oh, oh, you changed. Sorry. That's what yeah. it was. It's a weird clothing jump. Yeah, it's Lucas and Deb who are still in their clothes from the day before, the day Karen comes to the hospital. But you guys have changed. Uh, Joy, you and James have changed. You're now in yeah. that like red and white tank top moment. So they're oh, yeah. trying to show that it's overnights from the very beginning of the episode, from from early scenes. Yeah. Oh, and I got a tan overnight, too. Girl, it worked. Where'd you go for the weekend, Joy? Guys, was <laughs> this the time? Do you remember... Was it Rachel Kick who set up the spray tan shower yes. in the trailer? Yes. And she had, like, did she do our airbrushing or hired somebody? But I think that was my first, like, airbrush tan that I had gotten in the... Yeah. So you don't remember this, Sophia? Rachel Kick was so fun. Tell everybody who Rachel Kick was. She was our makeup artist. Um, she was great. I did love Rachel. Mm-hmm. She was our makeup artist for a long time. Um, but she came, so cool. in, she came in and... Uh, set up this like shower. I think it was also a year maybe we got a bigger hair and makeup trailer. Mm-hmm. But she mm-hmm. set up all of these curtains, the plastic curtains all over the walls on the floor. And then she just, we would go in there in our, uh, you know, pasties and a underwear and they would just spray tan us. Yeah. You don't, just, Sophia, you don't remember this? Not really. I didn't spray tan. I don't know if I did either. I'm pretty pale. I don't like being in my underwear in front of anyone ever. I don't either. <laughs> I'm such a prude. <laughs> Maybe it was just me and Bevan. I don't know. Yeah. You guys were tan and glowing and all beautiful and stuff. Because I remember season four, there was a, a person who shall remain nameless, a, a producer who'd come out from L.A., who in the in a way that made me feel so uncomfortable was like, look at your skin. It's like milk. And Ew. I went, thank you. Ew. So, so I remember that I was so that I was so pale in season four that people were telling me I looked like a dairy product. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I was getting a spray tan. <laughs> Look at you. You're like goat cheese. Yeah. Wow. You're like a little camembert there. Almond milk. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> it's so Ugh. creepy. Ooh, no, Rachel Kick was fun. She was so cool. Yeah, she was spicy, man. No, I love the tan. Tanning spray was fun. Yeah, you mm-hmm. had a lot going on that was really good. You had like a really good Pam Anderson messy bun in this episode. Yeah, love that messy bun. And the graduation hair, mm-hmm. the, the big curls, I love so much. Did you have input in this graduation speech? <laughs> I think I did, actually. I remember as I was watching it back, it felt like something I had tweaked mm-hmm. i don't re- remember yeah. specifically but i do it did feel like i really liked it a lot um mm-hmm. <laughs> probably because i put my <laughs> spin on it's it it's better now I, it was so great guys <laughs> i rewrote it <laughs> you know what fast forward to whatever season brooke gets married in i've said it publicly before it's the same shit about her wedding vows i'm like you want to know why they were so good i wrote them <laughs> There's a point, like by now in season four, we know our characters so well. And the points yeah. you're making, like really think about it. They even did the flashback in this episode to that yeah. scene with you and Lucas and Karen in season one with Julius Caesar. Yeah, that's right. All of this has been Haley's journey. Who knows that better than you? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think all the Julius Caesar stuff was for sure the, from the writer's room. I didn't like completely rewrite the speech, but I did feel at least toward the end of it that I had kind of. That like maybe the world doesn't owe us anything. I wonder if I put that in, or maybe it was already written. And I, 
Uh, I, I really don't know. Sorry, I don't can't remember. I know they did the arc of the Caesar stuff, but I just mean yeah. for you, th- this journey and the points you're making, like it's 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 your four year arc is wrapped yeah. up in that speech. So I, I don't yeah. know. Maybe maybe it it's just sense, knowing yeah. what's gone into it. I can see it when you're giving it from that stage. It's really special. Yeah. That was fun. I remember that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it was weird to be in a graduation gown and cap again. We didn't have a cap and gown at my high school. What? No, you didn't? No. You, we, we graduated in, in dresses, like in gowns? Like full dresses. It was tradition. Hmm. Please tell me it was like a ball gown. It w- everyone wears a white dress. Because oh, like, yeah. the formal uniform at my high school is a white uniform, like a Sioux Mills uniform with a green W on the pocket. And so the thing was like on every really formal day at school, everyone wears their white uniform since like, I don't know, 1910 or something. And so you would graduate in a white dress. And I mean, I guess you could wear a gown if you wanted to, but some people wore like cocktail dresses, some like this cool girl that I knew um, who was a year younger than me, Winnie, always wore a suit and she wore a white suit. Like it was always a vibe. Nice. And and now um, I was actually, it's so silly, but I was on a Zoom with my, with the head of my school Girl, that's week. not silly. That's cool. They're so cutie. And she was like, well, we've transitioned to cap and gowns. And I was like, I only ever got one on TV. So it's so funny. <laughs> so that's today. Joy, what do you remember from your graduation? I had just gotten a tattoo. <gasps> <laughs> and, and I had to cover it and had my foot was wrapped in saran wrap to keep the tattoo uh, <laughs> clean or whatever. Um, and I remember... I remember my parents had just gotten divorced like two years prior and both of them maybe had just gotten remarried like Ooh. six months before my graduation or some, something like that. Um, so I remember there being some weird, a little weird tension, but mostly I, I remember standing up there and I it was I was always still focused on the, this boy that I loved and, you know, it's. Is he going to sign my yearbook? And then like, mm. so I, there was a boy that I loved and there were a couple others that I just had crushes on, like in case the backup plan didn't work, you know? And, then <laughs> <it was> like, <laughs> um, and I just remember all the yearbook signing and running around. And uh, I think it, there was a sense of emptiness, but also excitement. It was, mm. you know, it was sad and uh, like I was ha- happy to be leaving, but also it felt a little unfulfilling. I kind of in the same way that like a wedding or prom does mm-hmm. where it's such a big buildup and then it happens and you're like, oh, okay. I don't know. What about you guys? Do you have specific memories? Well, our graduation was covered by the local cable access network. You know, like remember like channel three was always like the local cable access channel and they had a camera set up at the end of the aisle where you process in and then you process out. So you processed mm. in, passing the camera. You went and you sat in the little folding chairs. You did graduation. And then you process out. And I, this is a dumb thing to say, but I had been homecoming queen. And the boy who was homecoming king also had the last name with a B. It was Matt Brownlee. And we didn't necessarily like each other. We weren't pals. <laughs> and as we're processing out, you know, I'm like feeling kind of emotional. And he processes out from the boy's side and I process out from the girl's side and we happen to meet up and he's like, I'm going to stop you and I'm going to kiss you right in front of that camera. And I was like, you know what? 
okay. Oh. And so on cable access, he like dips me and kisses me and stops the procession. Yes. And you just hear all the parents up in the stands like, what are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> Did all the kids hip and holler? Oh, yeah. Everyone was like, make out. You know, it was like a big yes. deal. It was funny. It was funny. It's so fun. It was funny. And it was like, it's nice to be in a moment and know it's a moment and be like, this is going to be something I laugh at later. But yeah, Matt Brownlee and I totally made out on cable access. It was, well, that's so fun. Yeah. I've never spoken to him again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm glad Brooke got to graduate. I thought that was yeah. really cool. I was wondering how they were going to handle that. Cause I really, I mean, I knew, I knew you did. I, I felt like I remembered that you did graduate, but uh, I wasn't sure how they're going to handle it. And I like, I liked it. I was happy that, yeah. uh, you know, you went and made a case for yourself and he was like, all right, you're not going to like be a bridge builder, right? Go, go graduate. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to study engineering. No, yeah. I loved that. And I loved that it was really for her to make it right, for her to be able to respect herself yeah, and to be willing to take the consequences, but still to say, I've done all this really good stuff and I think I've grown a lot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, please don't, Please don't ruin my life. But if you have to, it was funny because. Please don't ruin my life. Just please don't ruin my life. <laughs> I remembered that whole scene with Principal Turner and how it felt and what it felt like to figure out how to play all of those lines. Because on paper, they're a little ridiculous. Yeah. And, and we had this very sort of human experience as people, to our earlier point, sort of seeing across the divide at each other. I fully forgot Coletti ran into that scene. I was so surprised when he ran up in the hallway. <laughs> we were all surprised. It was so cute. Yeah, it was so sweet. I will say I was really relieved because, you know, you never know what you remember and what you don't. When we walked out, I was like, why isn't Brooke asking if Rachel can graduate? Why isn't she doing that? I was really bothered all episode trying mm. to figure out, is she going to call her? Are they going to get her to come back? Like, how does it happen? Because she's at the party. And then to realize that Turner did it. I was like, oh, that's a nice, that's a nice moment that they gave to him to yeah. allow him to offer that kindness was, I thought, very sweet. A last hurrah for Principal Turner, who I yeah. don't know if we ever see again. Oh, he's so good, though. You know, like so my good. two favorite scenes in this episode are the scene with Brooke and Principal Turner and Nathan and Whitey. And I think that's because mm -hmm. I have a really soft spot for teachers they have mm -hmm. stepped into my life when I needed guidance outside of my home. Um, and even as an adult, they're still my parental figures, you know? Yeah. My teachers come and visit me and stay in my house. And I Aww. love that they can be something other than just, you know, who they are in the history classroom or the science classroom. Principal Turner's looking at the trajectory of Brooke Davis's life and making the decision, I'm not going to traumatize this kid. He probably knows yeah. that your parents aren't around. Like, teachers yeah. know everything. Yeah. He knows what your variables are. And I love that he made a, a decision that would lift you up instead of mm -hmm. taking you down a notch. And that's what good teachers yeah. do. They, they read the circumstances. Mm, I love that. I love that. Well said. Mm -hmm. So true. Well, the whitey Nathan scene. Y'all want to talk about some blubbery women. Oh. Blubbering. For sure. Sobbing. And he gives Haley credit for it. He gives you credit I for know. it. I know. I thought he was going to retire. I thought he was done. Yeah. Just the way he comes through. for And 
Did he do it just for Nathan? Yeah. No. Nathan just looked his father in the eye and said, you will never know my son. Nathan just oh. cut off the limb that is his parent, which is the yeah. hardest thing for a kid to do. And Whitey, a short time later, steps right into the role. He is yeah. the father that Nathan needed. Yeah. Yes, because Nathan's about to be a father. He needs someone to show him how to mm-hmm. do it. He didn't have Uncle Keith to show him the way mm-hmm. Lucas did. So now Nathan's got no father figure, nobody to, t- to walk him through how to mm-hmm. handle a baby or a toddler or raise a young man. Mm-hmm. And yes, Whitey stepping right into that role, that is community at its finest. And Nathan has twice the wound because think about it. He emancipated himself mm-hmm. to get away from his toxic father. And then as he saw his father changing and becoming a kinder man and showing up for people mm-hmm. and and being more gentle and essentially, unbeknownst to Nathan, softening in the wake of the worst thing that Dan has ever done. Yeah. He welcomed his dad back in. He said, I love you. I'm on your side. I know you couldn't have done this. Oh, yeah. I'll fight for you. Just tell me you didn't do this. And Dan can't do it. And so Nathan... It's not even just that he walks away from his dad. He's walked away and then been willing to let him back in. Mm-hmm. And that sort of like, God, that, that double injury. And what I realized watching Whitey say, it's not a great school and they haven't won anything. And there's, there's this position. Whitey is showing up for Nathan in his, in his moment of emergency in the way Dan did not, which led Nathan to take that money. Oh, God. Mm. Like Whitey's going backwards and healing past trauma for Nathan. Wow. And it's really beautiful. I think that's why we all wept. Yeah. Because for, for years now, we've wanted this boy to have a father who puts him first. And his father figure coach is the one that does it. And it's really beautiful. The conversation that Nathan has with Dan was kind of jarring for me to watch. Because I just spent the whole weekend doing um, some work on It Couldn't Happen Here, the true crime show that I work on. And yeah. what we run into in that scenario is a lot of people who refuse to believe the facts. And they say things like, no, that person could never do that. That, that person is not corrupt. But we have all the evidence that they are. And that duality where anybody can be a good guy or a bad guy in your life. And even if they're a bad guy in your life, chances are they're also a really good guy in someone else's life. You know, Dan has been recently a good guy in Nathan's Mm -hmm. life, but a really, really bad guy in other people's lives. And it's so heartbreaking when you have to confront someone with that. Um, I, Mm. I think... James did such a good job because there's so much hope in his voice. Mm -hmm. He's just yelled Mm -hmm. at his mother in the hospital. And that was shot so cool because you hear the baby crying out. The Mm -hmm. babies are crying out saying like, fix me, fix me, give me what I need, give me what I need. And no one's giving them what they need as Nathan Mm -hmm. is visually tearing apart from his mother. And he goes to his dad and he's crying out like, just give me the reassurance I need. Dan. Mm. Uh, thank God Dan doesn't lie, right? Like, at least yeah. Dan's not doubling down. Yeah. Yeah, finally. And Paul did all of this stuff in this episode so beautifully. When you watch Paul play vulnerability in his 
physically intimidating stature, his big, tall body. And we know how scary Dan can be. He has really frightened any viewer of this show multiple times. In the first scene with Lucas, where he's begging him to say he's wrong, and, and Paul breaks eye contact with Chad. They're staring at each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I realized when, I, when it happened, I, I thought to myself, I don't think I've ever seen Dan Scott break eye contact with anyone. Mm-hmm. And he can't hold Lucas's gaze. And he looks down just, just below his eyes. And I went, huh? Mm-hmm. And then you get to this later scene with Nathan, and he can't even look at him. And it's, they're just really powerful choices by an actor, you know? He's always so specific about the choices that he makes. There's always a reason behind it. And mm-hmm. I love that. I love, the, I just love simple choices. Sometimes mm-hmm. I've, that happens to me a lot. Like I'll get on sets and I'll start, or I'll start working on something and you sometimes you just have to get the bad ideas out first. And so, you know, it's like the big over the top stuff comes out and you're mm-hmm. like trying to feel it in your body and where do you feel it? And I remember doing that a lot in episodes with Paul and he's so great as a director too, because he'll let you, he'll let you get it out and then he'll come up and say, okay, so now stop acting and just all that stuff you just did, it's already in your body now. So just say the line. Mm-hmm. Um, and it works. It usually works. Um, yeah, I love a simple choice. Well, we see Lucas having all this like grown-up conversation with Dan where he's being very firm. He's like, you will not be in my mother's life. This mm-hmm. child will have me as an adult man in their life the same way Keith raised me. You are unnecessary mm-hmm. here. I mean, it, that is an adult conversation. But yeah. then I loved the scene between Lucas and Haley where you give him the gift that his mom has had for him, the bound copy yeah. of his book. And he says, I just want her to be my mom again. Mm-hmm. And that sense, that's what graduation is. It's like this, this cusp of adulthood. And I just want to be the kid. I want to be reassured. I want to be cuddled. I, I still feel all of those feelings. Like, do you ever just have a day where you're like, I really need to be babied today. Yes. Mm -hmm. Lucas needed to be babied in that moment. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it is. I do that to, I do that to my husband sometimes. I'll walk up to him in the middle of the day and go, will you just hold me (laughs) just for a minute? Like we're both working and we have stuff to do, but can we just take a break? Can we just (laughs) hold me for a minute? (laughs) So good. I love Maria will do that to me sometimes. She'll see me in the house and be like, mommy, do you need a hug? I do I I need a hug I was on 11 and Gus was just like hey hey come here come here (laughs) and you're like no you're not supposed to parent me I'm the parent I I always feel guilty I know it's like yes but please don't let this please no I think that's such guys as, as a friend who watches you both parent I think that that's such a beautiful sign that you're doing such a good job. You're raising emotionally intelligent kids who want to relate, who don't infantilize themselves around you. They trust you as their moms. Yeah. But they also want to love and support you in the way you love and support them. Girl, when they're in therapy in like 20... 20- I'm gold starring the both of you through the Zoom <laughs> no, I- screen. <laughs> I'll take I it. had to take care of my mother. Um, <laughs> <boy>. <laughs> okay, we have a listener question. 
All right, let's do it. It's from Sam. Uh, Sam says, you all started your acting careers when you were pretty young. Was there any high school or college event or experience that you regret missing? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I mean, I started doing professional stuff in like sixth grade. I was doing professional theater and had an agent in seventh grade. And it came down to a pep rally. When I was a freshman or sophomore, I got bumped up to varsity. And I also had this huge audition in New York City. And they're like, mm. if you go to that audition, you are destroying the pep rally for all these varsity girls. And it might be their last pep rally. And don't you dare, Hillary Burton, don't you dare do that. Whoa. And I had to make this decision to like either jump into one pool or the other pool, but you can't have your feet in both. And it was weird. I, I made it with such clarity. I was like, well, they're hiring old people to do high school shows anyway. I'm going to go to high school. And then when I do a high school show, I'll have lived it and I'll have all this shit to draw from. And sure wow. enough, <laughs> like One Tree Hill came around and I was like, oh my God, I manifested this. <laughs> no, I like high schooled so hard because I knew that I'd had to give up something for it. And maybe yeah. that's why I was just like, clubs, 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 clubs. I wish I had done that. That's so cool. I never did a sport. And that's what I'm like. I really, especially as an only child, it would have been good for me. I really wish I had I had played a sport and I wanted to play soccer or even basketball, um, just something. And I could never commit to a team because there were always plays happening and auditions and I just never knew what, when something was going to come up. And yeah, I mean, my parents gave me the option, but I I kept choosing theater and I, I kind of wish that they had said this year, you're taking a year off, just take a year off, play sports, learn how to, you know, be on a team and yeah. Joy, you should mm -hmm. join like an adult kickball league or something. Like there's adult leagues where you could yeah. go and play. That's fun. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Thanks. I'll look into that, actually. See what's yeah. going on around here. All the dads in my community play volleyball. It's kind of weird, yeah. but also like... I love it. Yeah. yeah. I've got friends in soccer leagues. It's really fun. Yeah. It's interesting because my school was so... An all-girls school is so specific and we had you know, theater was my thing there. And yeah, there were sports and there was great art and there was so much to do there. Um, but by nature, it was very insular and very academic. And I loved that. But I, I remember thinking, you know, watching all the things we watched growing up that I didn't know what any of that was like. So <clears throat> I had thought I wanted to go to, you know, like a small arts college. And then I thought, well, that's just more of the same. I got to go have, I got to go do the movie thing, the thing I see on <laughs> screen. So I picked the biggest school with the biggest football team yeah. and the biggest Greek system. And the bi and it was kind of like just trying on a different uniform. I had done one thing and I wanted to try on another thing. And I think for a long time, that's sort of what it felt like to me was, well, I'll, I'll try this on. I'll see what this feels like. You know, we went to do our show and it was like, what's it like to be a, you know, young kid on TV? And what it took me a while to figure out what I wanted versus what I wanted to just try to try on you know what was the ideal high school experience that you saw on TV it it just was like I didn't know what it was like to go to a big sporting match I didn't know what it was like to have boys in my class <laughs> joy and I are like man you missed out <laughs> you know there was no big like homecoming weekend we didn't have that and I wanted to know what that was like and so 
I went and tried it out. But, you know, our job as actors is to adapt to the environments we're in. I've always been real good at doing whatever's going on around me. Mm-hmm. But it took me a while to figure out what I loved to do and what I wanted to do rather than what was just good to support the group. And now the funny thing is, there's not an experience. I'm not like, man, I wish I could go to one more, you know, USC football game or one more whatever. I'm like, oh, I just wish I could go back and do one more year of communications with Professor Smith. And like, like it's the classes I yeah. want. It's not the, it's not the stuff or the clubs or the any of it. It's it's truly just the school. It's not the parties, dude. I went to all of them. Of course you said it's the classes. It is. Like, <laughs> guys, how many parties have we gone to? And how much do the three of us bitch before we have to go to a party about what we're going to wear and how we're going to... It's so stressful. Yeah. Well, you know, when I think about adult life and how much we have to do and how many Ugh. responsibilities we have, what I wouldn't give Ugh. for the luxury of nothing to do but Mr. A-Paul's history class. Oh, Mr. A-Paul. Nothing to do but get smarter. He looked like Indiana Jones. He wore the hat. Oh, he talked about, you know what I mean? Like (laughs) it was a fun class. And I was just, that would be nice. It'd be nice. I would love to just go take notes as my job. Yeah. Look at this. I do it all day anyway. (laughs) If that was it. Oh, I would love it. You know what I miss? I miss the smell of burning dust from the overhead projector. Remember the overhead? And like you could yes. smell it crackle. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The first time they turned it on, like yeah. week two of class, it's and you're like, up. there it is. There it is. I love an overhead projector. God, I, that's what I want for Christmas. I want an old decommissioned high school overhead <laughs> projector. Let's get on Etsy, guys. Let's go. Oh, you'll know real when you get it, because it'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you will feel it Ooh, maybe it's a head-turning handbag a watch that says it all jewelry that makes you feel like a gem sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly and when it comes to style and luxury ebay gets it they're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts not just any experts specialized experts real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience so when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee shop with confidence every inch stitch sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection that's how you know ebay's got your back yeah because when you finally step into those sneakers put on that watch get your real gold glow up swing that handbag over your shoulder or step out in that streetwear you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other with ebay authenticity guarantee you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach ensure your next purchase is the real deal visit ebay.com for terms i have a great pair of white tacovas that i love they go with everything and i Never thought I would be a girl to buy white cowboy boots because it seemed a little extra. But let me tell you, they're little ankle boots. And once I put them on, they're actually kind of great just kicking around in the mud and easy to clean if you treat them. It's just they're such great quality boots. I love mine. Girl, I got the tall whites and they are extra, extra, extra. I think we're in our extra era. And so if you guys have ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, then you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. They will become your new favorite footwear. The Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. 
Tacovis believes in Western for all, and you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family, offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. <laughs> and you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. You can even get custom leather stamping or branding that will make your boots truly one of a kind. Look up your closest store on Tacovas.com. Now, if you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tecovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tecovas.com. Just use code DRAMA at checkout. That's D-R-A-M-A. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast. So there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code DRAMA at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas only at Tacovas.com. Friends, it is the season of cheers. Shop the largest selection of wine, liquor, beer, mixers, and more delivered in as little as one Hour. Oh, that's so easy. Mini Bar Delivery brings the wine and liquor store to the palm of your hand. As featured in Rolling Stone, People, the New York Times Magazine, their app is loaded with party essentials, gifts, cocktails, entertaining tips, and the perfect finishing touch to any life moment. And you'll get $10 off your first Mini Bar Delivery order with code IHEART. Get Mini Bar Delivery on the go, available on iOS or Android. Friends, no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Hmm. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Now, did you relocate for a fresh start, like move to New York to come be near me? That is a literal (laughs) move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or you switch gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming or rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve, filing with 100% accuracy, and getting your max refund guaranteed. Switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. Do we have an honorable mention is the question. I don't know. The silicone babies. Are those the honorable mention? Oh, my honorable God. <laughs> Tell them about They're- the silicone babies. <laughs> This is kind of a new thing. Like it wasn't in the first few seasons. I just remember at some point they this they brought this. It's a sil. It's a it's a made baby made out of silicone, so that it it moves and kind of jiggles. Yeah, like when you're holding it, it kind of bounces instead of being a hard doll. Exactly. Yeah. But they were so creepy. They were so creepy. And that thing was like ten thousand dollars. <laughs> yes, they were so expensive, and they weighed like twelve pounds. So it was creepy because it looked really real. And if you touched it, like its little skin would smush and it had real eyelashes Mm -hmm. and like rosy cheeks. But it was so heavy that it just kind of felt like you were carrying a dead thing. It was It had rosy cheeks if they decorated it. Otherwise, it was just ashen. And it was this creepy ashen looking weighted baby. With like fuzz on its head. Yeah. And sometimes they would smother it in jam to make Uh, it look like, you know, a newborn. (laughs) And and the texture of it. I don't like it. The texture of it couldn't be like matte or shiny. And so it had like this 
gummy quality to it. Yes. Everything would stick to it, lint and everything. Yeah, the more you used it, the more it got covered in just like fuzz from your clothes or from the blankets. Oh, gross. So gross. And that's that's all I could think of when you, Mm -hmm. Hillary, you took the baby and sit down and Lucas goes outside and you're just like looking lovingly at this baby's face in like wonder and amazement. And all I could think of was the nasty little fuzz covered, lint covered (laughs) silicone face. And the dead giveaway (laughs) that it's the doll and not the baby because you can only have the baby on camera for like 20 whole minutes in a day is that you take it in that way where the whole time you turn it, you yes. never turn its face toward the camera and you're like, that's a doll. That's yeah. how you know it's a yep. doll. <laughs> oh my God, it's so gross. There's a lot of acting going on around here. That feels like a dishonorable mention because it made <laughs> oh us gosh. all so upset. I want to know what, we, we got to have a happy one, you guys. What's an yeah. honorable mention in this episode? I don't know. Is it Skills Dad or Principal Turner or? Um... It's, you know what it is? It's the trifecta of step-in dads. It's Whitey, yeah. hey. Principal Turner, and mm-hmm. skills dad, Chuck Taylor. That's yes. It. Step in dads. Step in dads. Ooh, I love mm. this. Instead of stepdads, step in dads. Yeah. I feel like there's a whole organization about to happen with that. That's yeah. so cool. Remember that thing a couple of years ago that there was um there was a school, was it was it in Southern California? I can't remember. The story went viral about how they were doing a day at the school with dads. Breakfast with dads. Yeah, and so many kids either you know, grew up in single parent households or, or had dads who worked crazy hours and couldn't come. And all these dads in the community came to school in their shirts and ties and sat in. Oh, that makes me sob. Oh, my gosh. There's a guy there's a guy on Instagram who does this. I got to find his. T- have you seen it? This guy who oh, yeah. it's like breakfast with dad and you just and he gives you advice while he eats. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. I love him. That's so sweet. to find that tag. Step in dads for the win. Step in dads. Good job. Yeah, let's spin a wheel before we prepare for the end of high school. I can't believe it, guys. We've done all of high school. We did it. It's intense. <laughs> really intense. Ooh. All right. Our most likely two is... Most likely to get a speeding ticket. Me. yes the girl who wasn't allowed to have a car on the show is absolutely like the speed (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh yeah i i I definitely have had my fair share of speeding tickets unfortunately do you really yeah i always get tickets for dumb well i'm i'm an excellent driver and so i feel (laughs) if i do say so myself you're like i grew up in new jersey i handle the tri-state area I am. I'm like, I I feel like I'm connected to the car. I I could be like a race car driver. I feel really good. So when I'm behind a wheel, I don't hesitate. I'm not a, I I drive with both feet sometimes. I know how to stop and go. I know how to, you know, like come up fast on something, slow down, move out of the way, navigate the whole thing. So sometimes if I got to get somewhere, I get a little too cocky. And um, yeah, I've been pulled over a couple of times. I mean, it's one way to meet people. I think maybe it's because I've done a lot of that training like done some track stuff and some some you know stunt training and cars and like high-speed chase stuff fun that now I'm like oh I know how complicated that is and now I'm the woman in my neighborhood who screams at people to slow down I'm like where are you going what's so important what's so important you have to run over the neighbor's cat oh my god I have become that person who's just like I don't have anywhere to go that's that important Mm -mm. yeah I never thought that I would I would be that person because like my favorite thing to do is be like no i can do it i can do all the stunts for this high-speed chase watch let's go get the get you know get the crane car out let's do it that's right and 
I don't know, man. I don't know if I burned it out, but I'm, I have become a very chill, <laughs> very mellow driver. You cannot go speedy through a neighborhood. That's like yeah. a num- That's just a basic rule. You're not supposed to do it. I, people used to go so fast in my neighborhood in California, and I had fantasies about um, sitting out on my patio and just sitting there with a big bucket of eggs yeah. and wait, just waiting for cars mm-hmm. to start speeding through and just nail them. But never did it. But there's yeah. time. I don't know who on the show is meant what character. Yeah, which character do we think is a speed demon? Who's got some aggression? Mm-hmm. Deb. <laughs> Probably. Deb. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm trying to think if anyone else, like Nathan's not anymore. Maybe season one, he would. Uh, what if Bevan, I feel like it's got to be a girl. It's just got to be someone that's yeah. like, it's convertible season. Let's roll. I know. Bevan's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, not us. <laughs> Don't speed, kids. You've got plenty of time, but we're out of time. What do we got next? It's the all-night graduation party. It is. Episode 21. All of a sudden, I miss everyone. This is going to be... Is this the Spice Girls dance episode that's coming up? We all, like, after graduation, I have the baby and we all go to the cabin. Is that it? Wait, I have a baby. I can't go to a cabin and dance after I have a baby. No, it's... We've been to the cabin. We, um... It's that, like, abandoned house. Oh, yeah. Abandoned house. But do I do that after having a baby? Maybe it's... Oh, yeah, yeah, girl. You sure do. Wow. That's going to be interesting to watch. (laughs) All right. Well, (laughs) good luck, everybody. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate and having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. 
BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Guys, we've been telling you about how we are huge fans of Tacova's boots, heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service. They're some of the best features of Tacova's, but now... They also have a gift for our listeners. Hillary, yes. tell them what they've won. Girl, Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. So just use the code DRAMA at checkout. That is D-R-A-M-A at Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And point your toes west. <laughs> 